Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, the Bruins sign two players, and the hockey world suffers a loss. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Now, if this was a normal year, normal season, the Bruins would be playing for at least uh, two or three weeks right now. And since since this whole pandemic is going on, we really don't know when we're going to have a season. You know, if or when we're going to have a season. Okay, we don't know if the season's going to start in January. We don't know if it's going to start in February. We don't know if there's going to be a season at all. So we really, uh, hockey fans are like sitting around saying to themselves, when is this, you know, when is this season, next season going to start? You know, there have been some talk that the, um, that the NHL and the Players Association are going to be meeting up to talk about the schedule and, you know, other things moving forward. But the Bruins are still making news away from the ice. The Bruins signed forward Zach Seneshin. Zach Senishin to a one-year, two-way contract with an NHL cap hit of $700,000. He was selected by the Bees, uh, 15th overall in the 2015 draft. He's 23 years old. He skated four NHL games with the with the Bruins in 2019 and uh, or last season. He had uh, got two assists and a plus one plus one rating. So. You know, everybody's getting on the Bruins about this kid. You know, it, they actually had, you know, in 2015, they actually had, I believe it was picks 15, 14, 15, and 16. So this kid was one of those, you know, top play, you know, one of those top players from the first round. So uh, Seneshin also appeared in 42 games with the Providence Bruins last season, posting seven goals, nine assists for 16 points. So, you know, Everybody's waiting for this for this kid Seneshin to become a star. I mean, he was picked 15th overall, so maybe there's a good chance. So, but signing him to a one year one year deal though doesn't really make sense. Maybe I could have seen a three year deal, you know, for this kid. But you know, who knows what's going to happen? But you know, I really being the 15th overall pick, you would think that this kid would probably be more of a more of a not not I don't want to say more of a stud but at least you know you know more than at least 7 goals 
um, in 42 games. You know, if this kid was picked 15th overall, he should be a little bit have more goals. Now, Carson Kuhlman also signed a two-year contract. Um, he signed a two-way deal for the upcoming 2021 campaign, and it's um, a one-way deal for the 2021 season. Um, it's a two-year deal for the 20 for this upcoming season, the 2021 season, and a one-year deal for the 21-22 season. So. But you know what? At least they're signing. I mean, they're signing players out there. You know, they're getting things done in the off season. So, but I'm still questioning this Zach Senishin kid. You know, is he? You know, did they waste a pick? You know, on some. Are you really? Are you wasting a pick on somebody? You know, on on the the kid you pick 15th overall, and he in 42 games he only has seven goals. I mean, the kid's a winger. Come on. You know. It, it we're gonna have to wait and see what this kid what this kid does, okay? You know those guys that they picked in there haven't really made haven't really stood out either. So, um, other news, well, other off ice news. Chris Wagner this past year who uh, teamed up with Harpoon Brewery to create a new beer called Don't Poke the Bear, and I don't know if it's still out there in stores, but it's a really good beer. It's a golden ale. You, 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 you got to try it. It's really good. I actually had my last one yesterday and you know, it's kind of sad to see whenever you finish up a beer you like, that's only a limited edition, such as don't poke the bear or even the Samuel Adams brick red that they put out for a limited release this, this summer, you know, Sam Adams did it. So it's always disappointing when you hit that last that last beer because you know you want more. But like I said, it's a golden ale that was brewed with a touch of black honey, a little a little malt, and it delivers a nice little citrus aroma and a citrus and honey aroma with a a little bit of a lemon zest taste. But it's a really good beer. You know, if you could still find it in stores, I would I would recommend it. Now the proceeds from the from this. Uh, from the sale sale of Don't Poke the Bear, go to the Corey C. Griffin Foundation. And last week, Harpoon and Wagner announced that they would be donating forty nine thousand, about forty nine thousand, to the charity which supports underprivileged youth and those with medical challenges. So, like I said, go out and get the beer. If you could still find it in stores, go out and get it. It's a really good beer, you know, and it's and it's for a good cause. You know, it's for a really good cause. I hope they put out more because it was really good. You know, Harpoon puts out some pretty decent beers. And, you know, this one was, as soon as I heard about it, went down to the store, bought a couple of four packs, and it was really good. So, you know, if it's still there in stores, go out and try it. I recommend it. Really good. And hopefully they'll make more because, you know, it's fun to sit there with a Bruins, with him on the label, and... It's really, with him on the label, drinking it during a Bruins game, it's fun. Um, now, the hockey world, or the hockey community, lost one of its finest inspirations on Thursday with the passing of Travis Roy at the age of 45. The former Boston University hockey player was paralyzed just 11 seconds into his first collegiate shift in 1995. Despite a, such a tragic life 
alter, altering setback, Roy became a symbol of hope and determination across New England thanks to his tireless work and advocate for spinal cord research with the Travis Roy Foundation, as well as his impact as a motivational speaker. Now, I can remember, now a lot of people can remember where were you when Kennedy got shot or when 9-11 happened. I remember when I first saw this play back in 1995. I was at my cousin's house in Worcester. We had just gotten back from a Worcester Ice Cats game. And we saw it on the 11 o'clock news when we got home. And when I first saw it, it looked like a routine hit. You know, on television, it looks like a routine hit. But you see it over and over again, and you see what happened. And you kind of wonder what would have been, what would this kid's career have been, career have been? Would he have made it to the NHL? There's a good chance, you know, he would have made it to the NHL. You know, he's, um, I don't know, you know, you, you sit there and you're saying to my, you know, every once in a while you see something like this and you're like, what would have happened if this, if this didn't happen to this guy? Would he, you know, would he have gone on to the NHL? You know, would he, or would he be playing in the, would he be a career minor leaguer or playing over in Europe? But, you know, it's a sad loss for the hockey community this, you know, over the weekend. And it was, it was, or last week. And, you know, this guy did, did, has done so much with his, um, with his charitable, charitable foundation. I mean, you know, he had a wiffle ball tournament for his charity in Vermont. Um, you know, and he's done a lot of motivational speaking. I mean, you know, I I was just surprised. I was shocked when I heard when I heard that news. You know, he's he's a kid from grew up in Maine. Um, you know, his father was a University of Vermont. Um. And is so you know hockey is in his blood. You know he he went to this you know he went to Boston University. I mean to be a kid, to be a twenty year old kid, and play for Boston to get a chance to play for Boston University. You know and you know where it in where a lot of play a lot of players have come through there, a lot of NHL players. I mean you know on that team. Uh, on that team was Chris Drury, Mike Greer, Jay Pandolfo, Sean Bates. You know, it was it was it was amazing. You know, you know to be to be surrounded by all. Here you are playing with like four players who went to play in the NHL. So, you know, who knows what would have might what may have happened with um, you know with this kid's career. You know, if to be honest, if you go to Boston University, you're basically a lock. Well, not a lock, but you're you basically got a good hockey career. You know, uh, way ahead of you. So it's it. It was kind of. I'm I'm still upset by it. I mean, you know, a lot of hockey people probably out there are upset about it. Um, of course, uh, the Bruins did did uh, make statements. Um. Cam Neely said that Travis Roy was the ultimate symbol of determination and courage. 
The impact that Travis has had on New England hockey on the New England hockey community is immeasurable, and and his relentless advocacy for spinal cord research was inspiring. So that's from Boston Bruins president Cam Neely. General Manager John Sweeney, I said that I, I want to wish my sincere, sincere condolences to the Travis Roy family, the Travis Roy Foundation, and the BU community, and all those who were fortunate to pass through the shadows of Travis Roy. Roy lived a courageous life, dedicated, and truly inspirational life. We all miss his presence in the world, but make no mistake about it, about the fact that Travis gave more than ever he received from anyone and or anything in the world. We lost a great person today, and his legacy and impact is a part of history. His history and inspirational life needs to be forever cherished. So those are from Bruins General Manager John Sweeney, Don Sweeney, and Cam Neely. Now, a lot of you probably don't know this, but the Bruins did. I don't know when they did this. I have to go back and have to do a little bit of research. But a couple of years ago, they did signed Travis. The Bruins did sign Travis to a one-year contract. So that was really nice. He came out and, you know, he came out, came out on the ice. So that was really good of the Bruins to do that for him. Um, another BU uh, another another BU alum, uh, Charlie McAvoy, said that I've been fortunate enough to get to know Travis since my times at BU. His life was dedicated to helping others, other people, and his determination, generosity, and smile were infectious. The impact that he had on the hockey community and the world around him is immeasurable. I will miss his friendship dearly. So there's something from another guy, another BU guy. And another one who's very familiar, probably probably really familiar with um, Travis Roy, is Matt Grizzlick. Rest in peace, Travis Roy. Had the privilege to get to know you through the Travis through uh, know Travis through the, his foundation and BU Hockey. After his lifelong dream had taken away from him, he chose to get dedicate his life to help to help millions of people inside the game and of hockey and out. I will forever cherish cherish your smile and positive attitude. Your story of perseverance and courage will be forever will be remembered forever. So, those are the things that the that the Bruins, you know, some Bruins or current Bruins and former BU players have talked about Travis. You know, you know. So he was really big in the in the in the community. And not only I'm not going to say not only hockey in New, not only hockey in Boston, but I'm going to say hockey in New England. But he was a big inspiration, and he's going to be really missed. And he died at the age of forty-five years old. So, so it's it, it's a it's something. It's you know, I when I when I first heard the news, I was like, oh, great, twenty twenty is really screwed. Twenty twenty just needs to end right now. All right, moving on. <laughs> the. Um, well, there are still some free agents out there that the Bruins can sign. You know, like Mike Hoffman still sits out there without an NHL t- without an NHL team. It's been three weeks already, and nobody's picked this guy up. I think he would be perfect in bo- to see him in black and gold. I mean, come on, he's still sitting there. Why is he? There's there's something out there that's you know, 
something there's something out there that am I missing something? Why hasn't this guy been signed yet? I mean, he's sitting right there, Don Sweeney. Go get him. You know, maybe maybe because maybe it has something to do with the cap. I don't know, but still, you know, go out there and sign the guy. You know, he's sitting there. What are you waiting for? I mean, I don't know. You know, a really good guy like Mike Hoffman, you know, would be great for this team. It would be a great addition. But like I said, we don't know what the why nobody's picking him up. Maybe there's some some little things that I'm not that I don't know about. So who knows? Now the AHL announced that the season would move its start date back to February 5th. The league was scheduled to start the season in December. I believe it was December 7th, but they decided to move the date. So, you know, this might be a little bit of an advantage. You know, I was looking at this as an advantage. You know, the earlier start in December, I was looking at that as an advantage for players like Seneshin or Kuhlman or Kuhlman, um, you know, uh, Stanika, those guys, you know, you know, starting the season in Providence, you know, getting an early start, you know, start skating early. And, you know, they would those guys would actually have an advantage, you know, because, you know, they would already be in game shape and you would be all set. But the AHL decided to change its change its tune here and start the beginning of February. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, who knows what kind of schedule they're going to be? Maybe they're going to have a 60-game schedule, 42-game schedule. Who knows what's going to happen? I mean, we could get to December. We can get to January, and the AHL, the NHL, um, who else? Uh, the East Coast League could all not come back. So, we don't know. You know, I'm... I'm just wondering if we're if we're really going to see hockey in 2021. You know, are we going to see it? I mean, there's a couple of teams in the East Coast League, one of them being the Atlanta Gladiators, who are the minor league system to the Boston and Providence Bruins. They they're basically not even going to have a season this year due to financial reasons. So, a lot of those players who a lot of those players, like um, I would want to, I want to say maybe Jeremy Swayman, who's or Kyle Kaiser. You know, those two goaltenders might, you know, whoever doesn't end up in Providence is going to go end up playing for another team somewhere in the East Coast League. So we don't, you know, so and plus you're going to throw in some other players that aren't really there yet and are going to probably spend some time in the, in the ECHL. I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised if the Bruins work out some type of a deal with maybe um, maybe the Islanders or maybe the Worcester Worcester Railers um, who are also who are the e- ECHL team of the uh, Bridgeport Sound Tigers New York Islanders organization. You know, maybe work out a deal there to send some players there. They're going to be a little closer to Boston and Providence. You also have the Maine Mariners, who are the um, affiliate for the uh, Rangers organization. So maybe they can work out some deals to send some players, you know, more locally, more local, because the only other local teams 
that are closer by that are close by is probably Adirondack. I'm thinking, and I believe Elmira. I'm not. I haven't. I I think it's Elmira, but you know, to me, Worcester and Portland, Maine would make a pretty, you know, would make sense. So we'll just have to wait and see. Like I said, we the NHL and the NHLPA are still meeting or have set up meetings to put together some type of an idea of what they're going to do for the season. You know, we don't know if there's going to be, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. The one thing we can probably rule out is another bubble. That we can probably, that that I think we can rule out. So depending on where the Bruin, what happens, you know, I know I know in past pot in a past podcast I talked about an all Canadian division, which makes perfect sense since the borders are closed. And then maybe doing doing regional divisions, which would mean that the Rangers, Rangers and Bruins would be playing a lot. The Rangers and the Islanders would be playing a lot. So you you won't see you won't see the you won't see the Canadians, and you won't see the um, Toronto Maple Leafs, and you won't be seeing the Ottawa Senators. So you'll basically you'll probably base you'll if this is a one divi- you know if it's a regional division you're going to see the Islanders. The Rangers, the Devils, and Buffalo. Oh, and Philly, and you can you can probably throw Philly and um, Philly and um, Pittsburgh into that mix too. So it's going to be an interesting you know couple of weeks. The next couple of weeks, maybe they maybe they get some, maybe they're eyeing to get some type of a deal done by the end by the by Thanksgiving. Maybe once they get everything done by Thanksgiving. They start rolling out, you know, ideas and and schedules, and hopefully we'll see hockey in 2021. If you if you have a question for me, you can tweet me at hockey NASCAR 413, or go to my Believe in Boston Boston Bruins Facebook page. This show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms: iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can also find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Would you like to join me as a guest on Boston Believe in Boston Bruins podcast? I'd love to have you. Go, go, to the, go to my Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page and we'll set up a date and time to record. All you need is Skype or Zoom. And it doesn't have to all be all about the Bruins. We can talk about anything hockey. So thanks for listening, have a great week, and go Bruins! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.